Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. In today's episode of Roman Stories, I'm talking to my friend Jovanka. And Jovanka, last time you told us about your home country of New Zealand. And this time you're going to tell us about Rome, which is where we met and became friends. Um, but what I wanted to ask you firstly is that in Australia, it's very common for young people to go to Europe or elsewhere, but mostly Europe when they're in their early 20s, if they can afford it. And in New Zealand, it seems like this is even more popular and it's even codified and you even have a name for it, which is the Overseas Experience or the OE for short. So why do you think it is that so many young people from New Zealand like to go to Europe and, and discover other parts of the world? Yeah, I think because we're such a small country and we're so isolated and far away from everywhere else, I think there is yeah a desire to explore and experience um, the rest of the world. And I think yeah, I think I think New Zealand is a pretty adventurous at heart, and yeah, it is kind of a cultural thing that you do like a big OE, most people do what we call, so we have an acronym for it, OE, Overseas Experience, <laughs> after high school, before university. So that's, yeah, it's it's interesting. I actually didn't realise that Australia doesn't have that same terminology, do you not? No, you don't have an OE. Okay. Um, yeah, also like we're a pretty new country, so in terms of history, We've only got a couple of hundred years of history where in going to Europe and other parts you see things that are thousands of years old that are yeah older than our civilization or our country in New Zealand. So yeah, there's lots of reasons, I think. And did you have any it. personal reasons particular to you or is it just more of this general desire to see other places? Uh, so for me, I guess mine might have been a bit different actually because I was wanting to start a new life overseas. I was wanting to, I was wanting to get away from my family, <laughs> actually, if I'm to be honest. So I actually packed up when I left. I wasn't intending to go for two years. I packed all my life's belongings in two suitcases and was planning to like find a home overseas. I didn't know where that was going to be, but it was going to be somewhere. And that ended up being Rome, actually. Because, yeah. Right. So yeah, you spent some time in yeah. Ireland and yeah. spent some time yeah. traveling, but then you ended up in Rome. So mm. how was it that you that you came to be in Rome and that you came to stay in Rome? So um, so as you mentioned before, I had been living in Ireland um, briefly and my friend from New Zealand came over to visit and then we had planned a trip around Europe together. And so we started off in Spain and headed around all the different countries, but ended up in Italy. And my friend and I were in Rome for six days and we're just walking around the streets and we both just had this feeling that we wanted to live there, wanted to stay there because it was so magnificently beautiful. And we'd actually planned to go and stay with a friend in Pisa for a couple of months, but when we were on our way up there, she had emailed to say she'd broken up with her boyfriend and wasn't going to be there. And so we had to make a, an alternative plan. And because we love Rome so much, we decided to come back to Rome and yeah, try and find jobs there and oh. try and stay. So you just yeah. turned around and came back? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and so you did a lot of different jobs at the beginning, right? And a lot of jobs that probably weren't a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, just for to be able to stay there, um, so the initial jobs that we could get were au pairing or babysitting jobs because people wanted English speaking babysitters. I also had a cleaning job, so I cleaned an office, uh, which was an interesting experience. Uh, and then working in, so and then um, 
worked in an Irish pub for a little bit. Meanwhile, also actually doing, um, and then started doing a few tours. So yeah, it was a real range of different, different jobs that I did. And so did you find, you know, having originally gone there and loved it from the tourism point of view, it's easy to fall in love with Rome, you know, Mm. when you're there for a few days, then when you started living there, how did that change or affect the way you thought about the city to be honest it was a really tough time like to bureaucracy I think I struggled because oh, I had actually there were a number of other jobs that I had in hostels and things and, and and didn't manage to keep those for very long and language barrier was a big factor but I found I actually found it quite like in terms of the bureaucracy and all the paperwork that you had to do everything was so difficult and that really stressed me out and so but but for some reason, it was the place that kept me there. Like, I just, I loved it so much that, like, the aesthetic beauty of it and everything, I guess, um, aspects of the culture, like the food and, and things like that. But, yeah, there was something that kept me there, even though it was a really, it was a tough, tough city to try and live in. And language barrier as well. Like, I didn't even know hello when I before I got there. So, like, not, I mean, that's partly why you have, um, like, bad experiences with people as well is because you don't you can't necessarily speak the language and so there's a lot of misunderstanding there as well which I think was part of it in the beginning but yeah still and did you ever consider leaving much earlier than you did or were you sort of committed to to seeing it out to be honest there was one point where I lost my job um (laughs) and I hadn't and I I had like 50,000 letter left which is like 50 dollars but I also felt like like something was against me like in terms of like it was just so difficult to like get a job and earn money and so I was just like oh maybe I should just just go but at the same time I didn't I didn't want to so I stayed so I skipped on yeah and yeah okay so what are some of your favorite places or what's your favorite place in Rome if you have one in particular ah so um my favorite place actually is uh I've got two sorry one's Isola Tiberina so Mm -hmm. I used to love going there um mainly because I love Ponte Rotto which is the ruins of the oldest bridge to Rome so often when I lived there I used to go like if I needed some time out to reflect or whatever I'd go down there and yeah just sit and watch the river uh, and my second, I love Aventine Hill. So there's an orange garden there, which is, yeah, I find a really special place. So I like going there. But there's so many places I love. But I t- if I had to pick two, those would be my those would be my favorite. Well, that's interesting because yeah. those are not sort of famous places in terms of uh, tourism. But yeah, they're, yeah. they're both really cool places. Yeah. Actually, the Isola Tiberina, the Tiber Island, our friend Haley gave birth there uh, because there's a hospital there. And so Paul and I, another friend of ours, and I went to visit her and see the baby the first day that uh, she was wow, born. Wow, that's an amazing story. Wow. Um, okay, and so now, I mean, this was many years ago that we lived in Rome. And so you've gone back a couple of times since, mm-hmm. being, let's say, older and wiser. <laughs> um, and you were even there just a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. And so when you come back to Rome now, what do you see changes in Rome or in yourself? Or how do you view it now? Oh, big question. Um, so... The only real changes in terms of the city of Rome, um, like it has become a lot dirtier in terms of litter and things. So, and when I said that my favorite place is the Sola Tiberina before, I know like I, it's quite sad for me to go there now because there's a lot of litter and a lot of rubbish. So that kind of detracts from the beauty a bit. Um, in terms of changes from myself, I'm definitely different, like in terms of because I'm older as well, like even how Italian people address me, I'm addressed to Signora and there's more of a respect thing. And I, it was just a whole different experience. It still feels like home, like going there. I just, I feel, 
like it's putting on a pair of comfy track pants or something. Like it feels like I love, like it does. It totally feels like I'm going home whenever I go there. Um, and also, yeah, and I guess it's also older and wiser just kind of seeing it more from their eyes, like what it must have been like from, you know, having foreigners that, you know, can't really speak the language or whatever. Like I, I can kind of see why some of those experiences that, ha- like why it was so difficult and why, but yeah, but for me, yeah, I guess seeing it from other people's viewpoints a bit more. Yeah. Okay. And apart from the two places you mentioned before, if you had a day in Rome where you were free, what kind of things would you do? <laughs> okay. So I basically just walk around the, so I went, um, so on my first day there, like this time on holiday, I just I just wanted to walk around, so I went to Sola Tabarina first actually, and then to then up to, um, and then up to the Aventine Hill. But if I had a day, so I usually take uh, visitors on the ultimate tour. So and that's from, um, that includes oh goodness yeah. So Piazza di Spagna, Trevi Fountain, then going up to uh, the, like Colosseum through the Forum, then past Cerco, uh, Circus Maximus up Aventine Hill to see like to look through the keyhole and over to St Peter's, and then down to the Mouth of Truth, and then across to Sola Tiberina, and then a walk around Trastevere, and then like dinner in like um, a, a restaurant in the centre. So that would be like one day of like all what I used where I used to take guests when they came right that's a big day it's a big day I know (laughs) we did it though (laughs) it was awesome (laughs) all right well thank you for telling us your Roman story cool thanks for listening to English in 10 minutes to download a worksheet for this episode including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.